Comic Book Characters is an uncensored podcast. Hey, it's your pal Amazing Alfred here from Comic Book Characters, and if you want to follow us along week to week, please feel free to do so at www.facebook.com forward slash kneelbeforepod. That's K-N-E-E-L-B-E-F-O-R-E-P-O-D, kneelbeforepod. Or you can email us directly at cbcharacters at gmail.com. That's cbcharacters at gmail.com. Me and Mrs. Jones We got a out there in the CBCU. This is your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred, and Egg and I have a very special Jessica Jones-only themed podcast for you today. Hope you enjoy it, and stay super, everyone. Let's do it. Hey everyone out there in the CBCU, this is your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred, and as always, I've got my co-host with the most, uh, that would be the invincible, invisible president and CEO of Snark Industries, fellow fan of the Netflix show, Jessica Jones. Ignacio, how are you doing today? How's it going, man? I like that you already put me in the category of fan. I mean, I haven't actually said yeah, anything about I'm, I'm the throwing show. It, I'm, th- <laughs> I'm throwing you right into it. I don't even know. We haven't even pre-gamed on this one. We haven't talked about it. Uh, I know you watched a ridiculous amount of episodes. I had a wild uh, night last night, yeah. I got together little, with my uh, nerd, nerd party. Yeah, nerd crew. I only, only watched the first two, unfortunately. I will be hitting the episodes very hard tomorrow. Uh, we're recording this on a Saturday, oh. by the way, everyone out there in the CBCU. And this is going to be a special edition Jessica Jones-only podcast, our just kind of first Initial reactions, uh, kind of what we think about the show and so on, where it's going, uh, what we hope to see, and so forth. Maybe what we didn't like. Uh, so, Ig, uh, yeah, man, you get we have we have done no prep for this. Zero prep. We're that professional. Well, we don't need to. No, no, it's fine. I mean, we can just kind of talk about. I, I think we should stick to the first two episodes. You know, we'll we'll definitely get through the whole series uh, eventually, and kind yeah. of. I think most people so, go at a slower pace. I don't know. I'm sure there's some nerds who've already watched it yeah. twice, all the way through. The whole thing, the whole thing twice. Um, yeah. So, so if you don't mind, let let the listeners out there know how many episodes have you seen so far. <laughs> okay, so I got together with three of my nerd friends, and yeah. we got uh, a giant uh, sausage pepperoni pizza and a buffalo nice. chicken calzone, large. Nice. Um, and was it a low-cal calzone? It was definitely not low-cal. It was basically. So you weren't the in the local calzone zone. Yeah, I had okay. one slice of this calzone, and it felt like eating like half of a large pizza. Like that's how Jeez. ridiculous this calzone was. Wow. Uh, but we sat through in one night, starting at at about seven p.m. We got through nine episodes of Jessica Jones. <laughs> it was nonstop. That's like good. we just we just that's kept good. going after every episode. I would fast forward through the intro, which is actually kind of nice. Right. But it takes a little while. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a little slow. And just go straight into it. I will say, so, I mean, I, yeah. I enjoyed the show. I like it. Um, 
And as much fun as I had last night, I would, I, I'm not sure this is the kind of show you really can have like that kind of party to. Like, I mean, it worked out for us because <laughs> we're all friends and we had a good time. But it's not like, <laughs> it's not really like party viewing. <laughs> yeah, this isn't, a, this isn't a first date show. This isn't a watch it with your parents kind of show. No. This is like watch an episode and go take a shower because you need to get that grit and grime off yeah, of you. Yeah, exactly. And I think uh, it's kind, kind of, of a show. slow burner. First so it, it takes a while to a kind bit. of get going. Um, yeah. What? What? Uh, let me ask you. So you saw it with three other people. Is that's that right. right. So yeah. four total. Uh, what was the overall vibe of? I mean, I, I know you guys are sort of a. I mean, they're you guys are like more like our audience, of course. Like you know, not just <laughs> a <literally>, common <laughs> viewer, but yeah. But what? Yes, yes, very literally, actually. Uh, yeah. All right. So I watched but, it with my friends uh, Christine, Divya, and Drew. Um, Drew liked the show. He all, he writes for Uproxx online, and he actually wrote a really nice review of Jessica Jones. He mm-hmm. got uh, access to some of the episodes before I, they dropped on Friday. Okay, um, yeah, like a screener. He's, a, he's cool. a big fan, but he's he's also kind of a big Marvel mark and just comic mark, mark in general. Yeah. So I think he's good. And maybe maybe we could get him on the show sometime. Yeah, we should. Uh, I mean, yeah. he's he's got really good insight on on the stuff, um, and he I just find like he tends to. To find the good in things, <laughs> where I'm, I'm maybe more. Pessimistic. Damn him! Damn yeah. him for being that optimist. Like, um, so I, I don't. I wasn't expecting. And you know, he also just hates snarky comic book fans, like someone like me. So um, okay. Uh, right. So he's. You know, I think. I think there was a lot of things that he liked about the show. And a lot of it's things. It's still I real to me. Damn it! Like, kind of like that thing. Okay. A little bit. Um, Christine and Divya, I did not really get their takes. One, because Divya fell asleep before we were even done uh, and left the room to go to bed. So she hate, so she hated it. Uh, I don't think she hated it. But no, I'm just kidding. She might, I, I don't really know. Like, I have no idea yeah. what her impression was. I'll have to ask yeah. her. Um, and then Christine also kind of was falling in and out of sleep. And I did not get her impression either, but I'm it's sure a little I'll... bit of a slower show. I could, I could kind of like if you were. It's a Friday, obviously. Everyone's getting out of work. Yeah, you're tired. It's, it's a thing. I know, it's not man. Like if you watch, I feel like it on such an old man because I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm sticking through this. But there was one episode where I, I, I dozed off for a little bit and I felt bad. Yeah. I felt immediately guilty. Like, what am I? You know, I'm failing. Um, yeah, you feel like you failed the pod. Yeah, probably. Right. You well, feel like you failed me. Let's, which is good. yeah. Let's talk about the first <laughs> episode. Uh, where yeah. we get introduced to Jessica Jones, who's a former superhero who now has her own detective agency, where she detects things. Um, alias investigations. Alias investigations. Yeah. It's based on the series Alias, uh, yep. the comic book. Highly recommended, by the way. Yeah, I, I have never read, haven't it, read the I whole. Really want to. I've never read the whole thing. Uh, I've read like maybe the first twenty-four issues, and the first story arc is really good. It has to deal with a kidnapped. It's actually very similar to the episode, except that the girl that is kidnapped is a also a former superhero. Oh, interesting. Okay. And and it's it's really well done. Though. It's Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, it is really well done. So anyone out there uh, that's going to be watching the Jessica Jones Netflix show, if you're wondering if the comic series is similar, like how close are they? It seems like they t- they take kind of overall themes from the comic and they're putting them into the show. Yeah. Uh, but not beat for beat. It is. It is going to be a little different. Um, you know. But it's. It's. It's also a well written comic. If if anyone out there is considering uh, reading it, yeah. I think you could get a lot of uh, entertainment out of that as well. well anyway. One thing that really does come across very early on is that this is not your typical comic book show slash movie. At least nah, from like a big, yeah. 
at least uh, definitely from Marvel. Like we really haven't seen, you know, I'm, I, I yeah. thought you know Daredevil is really as dark as they could get, but this actually gets a little darker and actually deals with yeah. with with some pretty serious issues. Like they openly Just talk like, about rape on the show, and that's something you don't really see much in the Marvel <laughs> cinematic universe. I mean, not only do you not see that on Marvel, you don't see that in a lot of programs. Period. Right. Unless you're talking like HBO or Showtime, uh, and ju- and not even just beyond Marvel, just like in the comic book sort of ether, um, you know, any of the independents, DC, this is very hands-off stuff for the most part. Yeah. Uh, up to this point. Uh, right, right, um, and and you got to give them a lot of credit for that. Um, but the show also doesn't work that much as a typical superhero movie or show or movie and that the main character even though she does have powers um really uses her mind i would say as her biggest power because she's yeah, a detective she's a detective um, so yeah. it doesn't really yeah. feel that much like you're watching a superhero show which can be either good or bad i think it was it, for me it had some some cool things about it in that you know sometimes you can use action scenes as kind of a crutch to just kind of get through something um Avengers, what? Yeah, right. Uh, uh, Age of Ultron. But at the same time, <laughs> I was kind of sitting there thinking, like, well, I could, I could actually go for like a cool action scene right now, and it seems like the show yeah. doesn't really have that much of them. Um, like, I'd like to see Jessica Jones just really, just really kicks mass. Um, just kind of tear through it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we do um, also in the, I believe in the first episode. If it's not the first episode, it's the second. No, it is the first episode. Pretty early on, we also get introduced to Luke Cage. Who? Yeah. Is great. Actually, maybe before we go there, let's stick to Jessica Jones. What did you think of Kristen Ritter? Because I actually thought she was really good in this. I I did think she was really good in it. Um, something about her voice to me doesn't match the character. Mm, yeah. Uh, it's it's a little too. And I think this is just her natural speaking voice. So it's just like her voice is kind of like a higher pitch than then I sort of imagined that voice of that character yeah. and it's fine, but it throws me off a little bit. Um, I kind of, yeah, I see that. Wh- I think for me, it's like, d- I thought yeah. she was better than I thought she was going to be, <laughs> which is yeah. kind of a backhanded compliment. Um, I think she did about as well as she could given, you know, what she was given, but <laughs> I, I, all right, Kristen Ritter's parents, if you yeah. want to get at egg, uh, yeah, sure. we're at CB characters CB on characters Twitter at gmail.com. So go ahead. Uh, at gmail.com Let me have as it. Well. I don't care. I can take uh, it. Uh, <laughs> Chris but yeah, but part of me was kind of wondering, like maybe they missed an opportunity with casting here. Maybe they could have got someone who kind of fit more with that person. Yeah. Like I, I definitely got the sense and I think Chris, yeah, I agree. I think Kristen Ritter did a good job, uh, from the few episodes they've seen. She emotes really well. Her facial expressions really show somebody that is is suffering from like a traumatic experience. She's got really she good, has... and I mean this in a in a positive way because I think it works on the show. And we mm-hmm. we talked about this last night when we were watching it, uh, me and my friends. She's got good bitch face. Mm-hmm. She gives good. Ah, I knew you were gonna say face. that. I was. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> she's got good, like a yeah. She's got good uh, bitch. Well, face. I mean, she like wasn't a show term. called The Bee in Apartment Twenty Three, so it's not like it is true. And, and an she insult. was the bee. Yeah, she was the bee. She, she was the B. Um, I actually did that joke early on, and I, I fucked it up because I, like, early in, and like during one of the weirder scenes, I was just gonna be like, "Oh man, this is like the weirdest episode of the B in Apartment Twenty Three I've ever seen." Uh, yeah. But I fucked it up because I said, I started saying "bitch," like I actually said the word "bitch," and then I was like, "I meant uh, B," and then I just I slipped through. Ah, you ruined it. Yeah, no one You're really the, laughed. Uh, wow, way to ruin it, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
So, yeah, I think she emotes well. Her facial expressions are spot on. Um, she's got this very kind of lost quality about her uh, that she keeps kind of pushing through onto the character. And I think that all fits. It's just when she talks, I'm like, that's just not what I thought the character was going to sound like. So let me get this right. And, like uh, The first kind of strong female character role we have in, like, comic books, movies, or TV shows, and, and your your review is, I wish you would talk less. That's great. Thanks, man. No, no, no. Not talk less. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. I mean, they really what we need is a female black bolt where there's just no talking. <laughs> just just look at her. Let's get her into, like, a bustier. Like a, yeah. Just put a big B, like, up at the top, and then, like, a V cup, like, on the bottom, like, the letter V. No, okay. I actually agree uh, with you. No, I'm but totally I, I don't think that her true. acting, like, was that, was bad in any way. I, I didn't think, like, what? she didn't distract me from the rest of the show. I don't think that her acting yeah, yeah, yeah. was any worse than what, 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 you know, the other acting in general on the show. It didn't feel uneven in that way. No, it, it's all on par. And the thing is, that's just her natural speaking voice. Like, that's just what her voice sounds like. So there's, there, there's nothing to do about that. I also kind of wish uh, she was more... Like, we, we, we talked a little bit about this, how we like... Or at least I personally like when the actors look somewhat believable as superheroes. As, like, someone who could, mm-hmm. like, do some shit. Um, yeah. I actually yeah, thought... No, I actually thought Trish, to me, the character Trish, looked more athletic and someone who could, like, actually do some some damage oh yeah she kind of almost like a captain marvel right. like i but mean jessica jones did yeah. not look she looked, she's wafy yeah i know she didn't look she's like wafy. tough to me she was trying not to play all. tough and i get that she's trying to play tough she's got the jacket right yeah i know she i, I tell i'm with you on that uh but overall yeah like if i had to give it a grade i don't know why we're grading this now i don't know why i suggested <laughs> that but uh, a B plus from Kristen Ritter so far. Wow, okay, that's on not the bad. two episodes that Would I say seen. B plus. Like, oh, I don't. I was trying like to make B- a B in apartment twenty three. I know. I, I didn't even know how to do it. I was it. trying to. I was. I was trying to set you up for it, and you just. Uh, no. Nice. Okay. All right. Well, well the B okay. gets a B. That's what. That's the joke right there. That should have been the joke. B and B. That's what it is. Okay. It's, it's well, a B and B. So. We also get introduced to Luke Cage, who um, is going to get his own show. Obviously, eventually, all this stuff is going to kind of bleed in together with the Daredevil series, and we're going to get it's all connected. Defenders storyline. I'm not sure what's going on with Iron Fist. I'm a little in the not kind of hazy with what's going on there, but we definitely have. We're in the shadows. What's that? We're in the shadows, though. In the shadows. Uh, But we get a little bit of Luke Cage. We get to see him with uh, a woman. Early on, uh, with Jessica Jones kind of perving out and like, you know, watching them with binoculars, that was kind of weird. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a very, uh, it was a, it was like a weird perverted version of Rear Window. Yeah, like, I like. Oh I will say that there is some moral ambiguity to the show that I enjoy. Like Jessica Jones, um, isn't like a perfect character. She actually does some things on the show where you're just like, wow, that was kind of dick. Um, and I like that. Yeah. Um, she's not. Yeah. She's kind of an anti-hero in, in certain ways. Um, it's kind of funny. Let me. Let me. If you want, I want to touch on that real quick since you brought it up. Especially with her kind of relationship with uh, with Trish Walker, the character Trish Walker. That that's the the woman, the talk show host, yep. played by Rachel Taylor. So Trish is also a former superhero, right? Did I catch that right? I am not a hundred percent sure on that. I don't. I've I've only seen two episodes, and I'm not, like I said, I've read the first 24 issues of Alias or so, but I'm not, like, 
that immersed into that universe. So I don't know. I, I, she seems to speak very calmly about all of these situations, like with Kilgrave and whatnot, that it, it kind of lends you to think that she is, you know, to be that comfortable in that world of like superpowers and stuff. Like maybe there's something there, but, but I don't really know. But what I was going to say, just really quick touching on the, uh, Jessica Jones is kind of a dick uh, thread is that, you know, Trish is like uh, Jessica Jones kind of plays that asshole boyfriend or ex-boyfriend character or person that that a lot of, you know, people know from their lives or from their friends lives Mm -hmm. where like it's just kind of a guy who just kind of uses someone and is like generally in a bad mood and, you know, occasionally does something like does one thing nice. So that kind of covers it for a while. And then they have this, uh, you know, this girlfriend that's like always ready to go, willing to do anything, and that's kind of like the Trish Walker to Jessica Jones's dick boyfriend. Uh, kind of, I don't know. It's just that's the feeling I got. Yeah, so I was like, also, I've, there, I mean, I've this, seen this relationship yeah, ahead, before. What were you gonna say? <laughs> no, no, that's all. Uh, I was just, I was just watching it. I was like, I've seen this relationship in real life. Right. So, like, so on the show, um, Trish goes by also goes by Patsy, uh, and her name is Trish Walker. Trish Patsy Walker. Right. Who in the comic book world? Um, Hellcat. Hellcat. So yeah, uh, okay. So there you go. Uh, but anyway, um, she is. What was I trying to say? I totally lost my train of thought. It's gone. Oh, I know what I was oh. going to say. Did you? Did you feel like there was some kind of sexual tension there between? Oh yeah, yeah. I was. I yeah, I flat out was like, are they a former couple? They no. And here's the weird thing about the show. And again, I've only seen the first two episodes, but. They make a very pointed, like, they're friends. Like, you used to be my best friend. And she's like, used to be? Like, she gets really offended. This is not the kind of show that would shy away from being like, no, they used to be girlfriend-girlfriend. Like, they used to be lovers. If that were the case, I would think that this show definitely wouldn't shy away from that unless they're trying to slow play that. And maybe they are. Maybe they're trying to slow play whatever... Trish's and Jessica's history is like maybe it's murky. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely unclear. There definitely seems like there's some 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 history. There's definitely history there, right? When you first see them yeah. together, mm-hmm. uh, but there yeah. is this kind of weird, and it's the way that they play the scene. There's like these lingering looks that they give yep. each other. Yes, and, exactly. You know, no, it's and it's really well acted. If, I'm sure that has to be on purpose. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you definitely kind of just get that kind of sense from it. Really interesting. We actually got off the topic, though. We need to get... Let's get back to, to our main man, Luke no, that's Cage, right. here. Played by Mike Coulter. Um, not very familiar with Mike Coulter, to be honest, prior to the show. Uh, I'm going to just go right out and say it. I'm only seen two episodes. I know this is a show about Jessica Jones. I'm really happy that it's centered around this strong, uh, very sort of differently dynamic female character. However... <laughs> I love Luke Cage, and I think he's the best part of the show so far. Best part of the I show. Just, wow. Sweet Best Christmas. part of the show. Sexist. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, no, that's fine. You know what? You should be honest. Uh, it's only, you've only so seen two good. episodes. And he's, he is I've good. I've only seen two episodes. You know? He's like a, His, he, see, the thing I is, just, he I, is believable, right? Like, he looks like he could fuck you up. <laughs> yes. Yes. He looks... Yeah. He looks... I mean, he looks exactly, sounds exactly, and just... He's straight up Luke Cage. Yeah, he man. really like, feels like he's just kind of leaping off the page. It's you know just coming off of a comic book. Um, he just he just mm-hmm. kind of looks unreal, um, but also uh, yeah. I mean he doesn't really have that many lines, but you know when he's on the screen he's 
he's he's good. I don't I don't know how to describe it, but he's he's obviously got like, yeah. They're all quality, and compelling, and you kind of just want to know more about him. He, I'm curious. He does so much with so little. Yeah. Like he he has so few actual lines of dialogue or even scenes, uh, at least in the first two episodes. But he just like you're just drawn to him whenever he's on screen. I'm like, man, this guy's just killing it. Yeah. Oh no. Um, I'm really happy with but, that. But and this might be somewhat spoilers. We'll only stick to the first two episodes, but. Um, yeah. Jessica Jones and Luke Cage in the first episode, and we, mm-hmm. we already actually talked about this on the show, but they get it on. Um, yeah, they do. Early on, and to the break of to dawn. The break of dawn, dude. And Luke Cage's skin is impenetrable, so I don't know what that what that makes having sex with him like, but um, sandpaperish. I maybe know. I don't know. Oh, but I mean, it's two oh, people she, with she, superpowers having sex. So it's, it's oh, super <laughs> sex. Yes, it's super sex. It's there is one little thing that I really loved about the uh, the scene where they're having sex, right? Um, there's a moment. There's a really kind of brief moment when they're in the throes of passion, and you can tell it's just like this very kind of high intense passion filled sex scene. But Jessica looks at Luke, and he looks at her, and there's this moment. And I don't know if you thought that maybe I'm the only one that saw this or maybe, or hopefully I'm not, but there was like this moment of like where Jessica gets this, her face just slightly changes and it's like where she's having real feelings for him mm-hmm. for just like a brief moment. And th- that scene is so well done. Just the, the slight change of their facial expressions where it like, it looks like they connected on a very deep emotional level that was beyond just this kind of one night stand type yeah. situation that they were in. I was like, wow, that was so, so incredibly well done. Uh, I just, I don't know. I thought it was really, really well done. Yeah, I actually felt like they had a certain chemistry, like an unspoken chemistry that worked. Mm-hmm. For, at least for mm-hmm. me. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe some other people would Yeah, go. I'm right on the board of that boat with you. Yeah. We're on the, sa- we're on the, the same other boat, paddle. We're on the same boat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's why don't you, talk. Why don't you? Uh, you've only seen the first two episodes. <laughs> so you haven't. Has Kilgrave even shown up in the show? Yet? Yeah, I mean, he's he's sort of shown up. Like, I mean, I don't think I've seen him full on. You know what I mean? Uh, it's mostly just like her kind of flashbacking to him in her mind, right? And he's like kind of into the shadows. Um, I do know that it is David Tennant from Doctor That's Who. Right. Um, uh, you know, and he is kind of talking. I'm really glad they kept his accent. Uh, they didn't make him do an American accent. Oh, I know. Um, I think he's, I mean, again, I've only seen like him in the shadows and him talking, but damn it, is he creepy? He is, man. Uh, he's one of the creepiest uh, Marvel villains ever. Like, it, there's some yeah, scenes, he, and I won't spoil anything, but later on, that really yeah. play out like horror scenes, which are some of my favorite scenes, actually, on the show. Um, well, yeah, and, and and actually, that's that's a good segue well, no, let's stay on, let's stay on uh, let's stay on Kilgrave a little more uh, or Purple Man. It's the same guy, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I just you're right. He's very menacing, very sinister. Like I, I think the one word I would use to describe him, he's incredibly sinister. Comes across very sinister. Uh, in the second episode, they you know the whole thing with the ambulance, the EMT guy who he made give him both kidneys. <laughs> right. So then he has a stroke. Like, ah, it's so... There's just all these little, like, sort of grounded but very twisted things that happen in the show. Uh, The end of the first episode, which, by the... And again, we didn't say this earlier, but spoilers for at least the first two episodes. Um, 
when the when the girl kills her parents at the end oh in the God, elevator, yeah. like that, like you were saying, like a like a horror scene. It is like there are these yeah. little beats in the show that are straight up horror, like classic horror film type stuff, and it's just like very jarring. And unsettling. I think unsettling is maybe the word I would use. Yeah, I mean, some of it almost reminds me of like some of like the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Um, mm-hmm. It's a different power that Kilgrave has because what he can do is basically, it's kind of like mind control. Like he can get you mm-hmm. to do basically whatever he wants you to do, and on top of that, like he'll like whatever he wants you to do. That basically you can't get out of it. Like you not only will do it, but you're your entire goal in life in that whatever period of time is to do that specific thing that he wants you to do. Um, right. So it's a, it's a really strong power and it's not the same as, you know, Freddie going into your dreams, but there's certain, there's a certain aspect of it where, especially in that scene where she's got the gun and she's killing her parents and it's something that she doesn't want to do, which is getting yeah. controlled by this other force that's happening in her head. Um, that kind of reminds oh, me. Oh man. Of. And then, Another example that I just thought of, and th- this one really met, like, I was like, I felt like, re- like, I really seriously was like, I need to take a shower. I need to, <laughs> I need to, wa- I need to stop watching this show right now. And I wonder, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious, tell me if, if your crew, when you were watching it, had any kind of reaction to this. When he, when he goes into those, that people's condo or whatever, their house, and it's like a family, and oh, he's yeah. like, I'm staying here now, and he tells the, the little, the little boy, you know, children should be uh, seen but not heard. Right. No, they shouldn't even be seen. Go to the closet. Yeah. And then the, the, then there's, like, a slightly older little girl. And he's like, go to the closet. And she's like, but I have to go to the restroom. He's like, go in there. Yeah. And then she goes into the closet. It, it then pans out, and he's, like, walking around her. And then all you see is just a liquid come <laughs> under the yep. door. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, uh, I... It's such a it's a nonviolent thing. It's not violent really at all, but it's so like it is though, right? Oh, I mean, it just it's just a different kind it, of violence. yeah. It is violent. It's, it's not a gory violence, violence, violence. but yeah, it's not. Go- oh my! I felt so, I felt so gross. Yeah, like right. I was just like, oh, it is gross. What, what what was the reaction when when you guys were? Did you guys have a reaction? Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of like kind of groaning, uncomfortable like, oh, shifting and sta- in in your chairs. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, what a, what an effective way to introduce a, a bad guy, though. You know, like yes. literally, he's going after yes. children, like immediately. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he's not killing them. He's not, but still, he's like no, they're they're just like in his way. Like he doesn't care. He just he doesn't want anything getting in his way. Yeah, he's very sort of singular, singular. But also, a really good way I thought of illustrating his powers, like how he can just oh yeah walk into yeah. someone's house. You know, just the way that you and I would just you know I don't know walk through a park just with no worries and just get everyone mm-hmm. to do exactly what he wants and just, mm-hmm. and then not only do it, but be happy about it. Um, there was something really kind of chilling about that, but it was a really effective way of introducing him and, and made him immediately um, seem really scary and very formidable yeah, for sure. Right. And very sinister. I, yeah, I, I was very impressed with that. Real quick, um, if you if you don't mind, I want to go ahead and talk about Carrie Ann Moss's character real quick. Um, uh, yeah, Hogarth, 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 Hagrid, Hagrid, the wait the giant, giant guy? guy from Harry Potter. <laughs> okay, Harry Potter. Uh, I think joke. it's Hogarth or something like that. Hogarth, I think is she's a lawyer. Uh, she's like one of the main. Like she's a really powerful lawyer. 
Uh, they really don't do a lot with her in the first two episodes. Um, a lesbian character, which I think should be mentioned. She's a lesbian character. Okay. Cool. Right. Um, and also a an in, inf, infidelity. Wait, what's the, uh, sort of partaking in infidelity? I guess. Yeah, not an infidel, but a. Uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Someone who cheats not on their spouse. <laughs> yeah, she's an adulteress. Yeah. Maybe. Um, she. Uh... They don't really do a lot with her, so I, I mean, I don't know if they do a lot more with her later on in the show. In the first two episodes, it's mostly like, here's this woman having an affair with her secretary. Yeah, she's definitely in and, the rest of the series, but she is a bit one note. Um, not not one of the most memorable characters for me, personally. Um, uh, you know, and in, in that sense, at least for the first two episodes, I was a little disappointed. Yeah. Because I thought, you know, Carrie Ann Moss is a pretty big name. Um, yeah. You know, she can act. And uh, I thought they would just do a little more. Uh, you know, maybe not, but... We'll see. Um, Can I read you? I, I actually, I'm on... Um, I just quickly uh, messaged the, the nerds I watched the, the show with last night, and one of them responded to me with a, a quick little take on the show. Do you All right, let's do that. This, yeah, this is from yeah live reaction. Uh, the having only seen half of it, so I don't I guess Divya fell asleep after, like, episode six. I don't even know. Uh, Jessica Jones is a cool feminist Marvel character... And it's exciting to see tough ladies talking about pretty much anything but their man problems, except for the psycho X. But action and writing should have been stepped up. There you go. Um, kind of agree with that. Um, I did. I did wish there was point. more action in it. Um, and I and I will say that it is refreshing to see that many female characters on there, and like how the show just immediately mm-hmm. destroyed the what is it, the Blackdale test or? That uh, betch, 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 test, uh, betch, which basically just the test is as long as your movie or show has two more than one woman in it and they have a conversation, have a conversation without, without talking, talking about, about a man romantic, then you pass the test. Man, yeah. So an extremely low bar, but most most <laughs> movies and TV most shows movies don't pass and it. shows fail it. Uh, this yeah, they fail this it. show passes it, um, crushes it really, because um, yeah, it's, all it's of the like main crushing are it. women. So. Yeah, that was cool to see. But it's not in the but superhero. The, that really, moment, right? Obviously, we've seen that before, but um, it was cool to see that in a superhero show. Um, but I, mean, I mean to say we've seen that before in other movies and TV shows, but not 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 so much in the in the comic book realm. What I love is that it is a women. It's a female centric show. I mean, like you said, all of the main cast members, with the exception of of really Kilgrave and Luke Cage, are women. And and but it's not like. Whenever it is about the women, they're not just like trying to find boyfriends and shit. It's not <laughs> that sort of pandering rom com type of conversations. They're just like living their lives and dealing with a bunch of problems, a lot of which they're creating on their own, which makes them full fleshed out characters. Um, really cool, really interesting. I completely agree. After having seen just the first two episodes, I think there does need to be more action, and I guess it, it doesn't really happen, at least for the first nine. But. The other thing, my one sort of nitpick, and, and I'll ask you this as well, like, what, what was the thing you didn't like about the show, is whenever they do the voiceover, uh, sorry, voiceover narration for Jessica Jones, and Kristen Ritter's just kind of talking, like, through her thoughts, which is very comic booky and and that's fine, I just felt like all of that dialogue tends to be really kind of hokey, mm-hmm. and a little cheesy, like, just a little bit, yeah, I agree, compared to the rest of the show. Yeah, no, I agree. And, so, but I mean, I think, and maybe it was just my mood at, at, at you know watching it last night. But I felt like it, it kind of worked. Um, you know, it was trying yeah. to do like no, no, this. 
uh, it's a hard line. I mean, yeah. that's a hard line to walk. I, I don't. I'm not saying it makes the show bad or anything. It's just like the one little kind of nitpick I have about the show uh, is is kind of those little voiceover narrations. Yeah, I mean, whatever for whatever reason, tend to be written a little hokey-ish to me. It is. Um, I mean, you you got to realize it's still it's still somehow it still fits in book. the comic book world, yeah. even though it's it really mm-hmm. just plays like a detective kind of noir. Um, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. show um but you know you have like this element where they have superheroes in it somehow i mean luke cage is in it i mean he's a pretty big name yeah um yeah but yeah it's mostly like a detective show it is and it is that i don't know it's 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 weird like i i give them credit for trying to do something different but at the same time it's like it's hard to find that middle ground of like where is this it's a little bit of a superhero movie and then it's in it's mostly a detective show um Mm -hmm. i don't know i think they found the middle ground pretty well but yeah the writing could have been stronger it was a little hokey at times but i think you're gonna find that i mean even daredevil is like that too you know i thought yeah yeah yeah. i mean on on a lot of parts of daredevil but everything everything can't be an a plus all the time i mean that especially when you're doing 13 episodes man that's a lot of content you're putting yeah so real quick, because I gave Kristen Ritter, I just remembered I gave her a grade. I got, I'm going to run down grades oh, yeah, real quick grades. for Luke Cage. Luke Cage, A. Whoa. I'll give him an A. David Tennant, I haven't seen much of him yet, but right now I'm going to go with B+. Plus. Okay. And then Carrie Ann Moss, C-. minus. Wow. You're going for the guys? Overall, I'm going to give the show uh, A-. minus. Look at that, A-. minus. I will say, uh, I, this is like a total inside joke, but it was something that we kept mentioning last night. For some reason, uh-huh. when uh, when my friend Drew, who was there, we were watching the show, he mentioned Kilgrave. Uh, yeah. I didn't know. I mean, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know anything about the show. I kind of purposely stayed away from it because I just wanted to watch it all there when when we got together. Um, right, right. I was like, "What did you say?" And for some reason, I thought he said Gogurt, um, the tree. Wait, he thought he said what? Gogurt. Go-Gurt. I thought he said Gogurt. Oh, and I was like, "Did you say Gogurt?" Um, he's like, "No, dude, Kilgrave." <laughs> and for the rest. Of the nine episodes, uh, Kilgrave yeah. was known as Gogurt uh, while we were watching Go-Gurt. the show. So, which takes a lot of like literally, Kilgrave sounds like a very menace. Like look, look at that word, Kilgrave. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. If you call him Gogurt, you're kind of taking a lot of his power away. I know, and like I, <laughs> it wasn't intentional. I just heard Gogurt, so I screamed it. Gogurt. Uh, she. I, this is a bit of a spoiler, but it's just a joke later on in in the series, yeah. so it's not going to fuck you up too bad. But uh, Jessica Jones makes a joke about Kilgrave's name, which is pretty funny, actually. Um, that's all cool. I'll say. Um, all right, man. Well, was there any last thoughts for on Jessica Jones? Like uh, anything you really loved or really hated? They just like really. I stood think we've out gone through both of those things. I I, I do yeah. wish that there was more action. And I, I I don't know. Okay. I'm curious yeah. to see like where the Jessica Jones character goes if she kind of goes more into. And again, I didn't read Alias, so maybe that this information is already out there. But I wonder if she's going to come back to being. Um, a superhero, like a superhero, for going, right. for getting to defenders eventually, uh, and she's going to be part of that. Um, it's going to be kind of weird if she's off doing, you know, detective stuff while the the other guys are like doing the fighting. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Um, I'm curious to see that, but I will say after the ninth episode, um, we 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 stopped like a weird time because it was like a really cool thing that happened at the end of that episode. Not maybe not cool thing, but like a big thing. So I really want right. to see how it concludes and i would say uh it's kind of a slow burner but it it, it seems to be getting uh stronger towards the end so 
I'm looking forward to the last. Okay, four so, so giving it just a letter grade for the show, what would you say? Um, on, for your take, I mean, it's hard to say without some kind of a curve, right? Like, what else? Like, what would if I was if I was grading? That's true. Like to me, I I, I enjoy Daredevil more. Like I I, I okay. if Daredevil to me is an A minus, uh, Jessica Jones is B minus or C plus. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, but there you that's go. Uh, we still got four. I still got four episodes to watch. It's true. Um, yeah, and I've got uh, what, like eleven, yeah. I guess. So, uh, you know, we're going to keep covering Jessica Jones on the main podcast, the uh, Combo Characters podcast. We just wanted to do a little special edition uh, pod this time for this show because it's a kind of a big deal. Everyone's been waiting for it uh, for the show to come out. So. Uh, we'll be, we'll have an ongoing discussion about the show though, and if anyone has any comments, uh, you know, you guys have probably some of you have seen the entire series. If you have any comments, feel free to comment on the Facebook page or uh, hit us up at the Gmail account or on Twitter at CB Characters. Uh, we'll be happy to to answer back or talk about it on a future podcast. Sounds good, man. Well, um, hope you guys enjoy the show. Let us know what you think, and next time we see you, we'll be talking about the kind of comic book news of the day and probably take a trip or two to casting corner but uh until then the fortress of potitude is closed and remember everyone a rude lady is a lonely lady <laughs> well that's done. from jessica yeah. thanks jessica all right man see you guys later later